to Adventure Guys, the podcast for humans and dogs. I'm Eric the Human. I am Nick the Human. And today we have a special guest, a returning guest. Hello. Sort of a frequent guest. What's up? Sean Harvey. <laughs> Sean the Human. Hey. Friend of the show. How's it going? Sean, it's been weeks, 10 weeks more that you've since you've been, been 10 on? 10 weeks? Something like that. What? Has it been since the beginning of the the calendar year? Oh, yeah. You haven't been on in a long time. I, I don't know, man. Ugh. Time is an illusion. Last time I was on, I must have been like, oh, I can't wait for 2020 to be over. Ah, And then since then, wow, what a what a whirlwind we've been on. Yeah. What's, what have you been up to, Sean? What do you want to tell people? Um. Okay. Well... I have been making some music. I've been teaching, making coffee whenever I feel like it, and then also living through a complete disaster, state of emergency, blizzard as a result of climate change. So, you know. <laughs> as a result of Republican leadership, I said it. Hey, you know what? I've been just sending around those wild Ted Cruz memes the last few days. I'm in full Ted support Cruz. of those things, man. That guy defies logic because... He gets slammed on the internet consistently, all the time, immediately. No matter what he does, the yeah. internet is there to be like, no, actually, fuck you, Ted Cruz. And yet he still keeps doing shit. Yeah, I think I think part of the problem is, is first of all, we know that people get trapped in their bubbles on the internet. And secondly, I think a lot of people in Texas that are supporting him, frankly, might not really be spending much time on the internet. <laughs> yeah. Man, you see those those deep red counties in the panhandle and you know Ugh. those weird you know whatever robert e lee county or whatever you know it's like right. no one in the robert counties e. that are like run by a sheriff as their like executive chair or whatever yeah. yeah and also what made me mad was when they were doing the hearing that was interrupted by the insurrection that he provoked remember that that, that was that was just like a month and a half ago um he when he was talking about the election and like I had forgotten that he was a lawyer and he like went to Harvard. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, Oh God. Yeah. Like he knows how to speak and he knows how to craft an argument and just hearing him like expertly craft this complete bullshit art, like argument that he had for why the election like needed to be investigated. It was just making me even more mad. And then I was like, this is why dumbasses believe him because like he's articulate about his buffoonery, <laughs> you know? Well, hopefully they realize that not only did he flee the state that he's supposed to be leading, but he left his dog yes, dude. alone in his house. Really? He I left his dog part. Snowflake without power. He which named is his like, dog Snowflake? That's the other thing. Yeah. No <laughs> one's talking about the fact that like it's this like Republican talking point of like, oh, dumb lib Snowflakes. His dog's name is Snowflake. <laughs> That's weird. Oh, wait, so they left him he in the- He obviously doesn't like his dog. They left him in the freezing house, the, yeah. the all yeah. caps freezing house his wife texted about. Yeah, <laughs> and which I believe, I mean, we got we got to get we got to get Sarah McLaughlin and the team on this, but I believe that's animal <laughs> abuse and animal abandonment. We got to, yeah. We have right that wrong. Yeah. yeah, he sucks. I would love, I was saying to Sean, is that when I think about him or Trump, is that I'm violent- you know, you get violent or angry, but I would love to just like throw an egg at him. 
Like, <laughs> imagine that you're walking down the street. Well, first of all, you'd want to yell. Like old timey. Yeah, you'd want to yell, fuck you, Ted Cruz. Say, fuck you. Like, if you're in the airport, how are how is there not one person that sees Ted Cruz and goes, fuck Go you. fuck yourself, Ted Cruz, you piece of shit. Yeah, how is there... How is no one doing that at the airport? So, but secondly, I would just love to throw an egg because imagine if you get an egg, if you someone yells "fuck you" at you, th- that that stings, but you can walk it off and be like, "That guy's a crazy person." But if you get egg on yourself, you got to change your clothes. And if you're out <laughs> and about in public, you don't have clothes with you. Tep- you're you're gonna ruin that person's day. I'd 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 go to jail for a night to throw an egg at Ted Cruz. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. I'd take that hit. Wild, wild, wild. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so while he was in Cancun, um, Nick and I were posted up at the house in, in North Austin. Yeah. And uh, we thankfully, it wasn't so, like, we didn't lose um, any utilities other than, you know, everyone's under a water boil notice right now. But we took, Oh, you are? Yeah. Yeah. But we took in some friends uh, throughout the week who basically had, like, not been able to, uh, you know, who had like lost power, lost this or lost that or whatever. Yeah. Then they stayed, they stayed over. Yeah. Power, water, internet, heat was all out for like most people we know down here have lost power. Right. Yeah. I think almost everyone I know lost power or heat. Um, you know, one of my bandmates, you know, he and his fiance lost power, um, and therefore their heat for four days. And then they eventually lost their water. So then all of a sudden they had no water and no power. And then it's like the entire inside of your house becomes like 30 degrees, 28 degrees, whatever, you know. Yeah, we got so, so lucky. We really did. Yeah, very, very true. Very yeah. fortunate. And it was, yeah, it was funny for me, though, was that I started a new job this week internally at Atlantic Records, um, which I was telling you about, Eric. Um, yeah, I'm now director of marketing at Atlantic Records. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Catch me on LinkedIn. Updating uh-huh. that soon. Woo! Um, <laughs> um, but I was so I was learning this job, and on uh, on Tuesday I had literally like 12, 13, 14 phone calls with people about like, hey, I'm going to be working with you now, and oh, I'm not working with you anymore. Hey, you're taking over this project for me. Here's what you need to know, and. It was just the worst day for it because like Austin was just crumbling and literally <laughs> I was on the phone and someone was telling me something and then Sean comes over and I, he had been trying to get my attention. I think he texted me and stuff and he handed me a post-it note and the post-it note just said, like while I was talking to someone, like, yeah, yeah, this is going to be fun. And then I get it and then Sean just says, we're about to lose water, uh, our landlord says. I'm filling the tub. Please keep an- checking the pressure. I'm going to the store now to uh, buy bottled water. Like... I'm told that there's like a two hour wait at HEB. And then I just look at it and I'm like, oh my God, like I'm in this fog of a new job and the world's crumbling, crumbling around me. So publicly, thank you, Sean, for, for like keeping an eye on. Yeah, you're welcome. Not going to lie. You kind of just, I mean, I know you didn't, I'm not going to accuse you of mentally like missing the entire event, but you were not really present. You were, Nick, Nick was very much in, in a, a a new and different type of stressful world, so I was I was kind of like filling up pots of water and like all that stuff. But that was all we really had to do was just like we're boiling water now and all that stuff. Our water pressure yeah. is still pretty bad, but you know whatever. Yeah, I mean we got a lot of snow last week. Uh, we just got like another nine inches a couple of days ago. Um, so I've been like shoveling out stuff here, but I mean otherwise you you guys know New York yeah. business as usual. Yeah, it's whatever. 
Is this as and I just quit my job last week, so I've been doing nothing. Word. <laughs> Watching WandaVision. Yeah. It's been the highlight. Working on some 8-bit dub, maybe. I am, mm. actually. Uh, that's probably the only thing I've been productive on. I, I'm, I'm experiencing this weird uh, option paralysis where it's like, I quit my job. I told you I have, like, basically five months of money to, like, do something. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh... I don't have anything that has lingered. Like there are no like projects that I need to finish. There's nothing on my to-do list. I am totally a blank slate. I can start on anything I want. Mm. And that, and that has been just as stressful as scrambling to finish a bunch of other projects. (laughs) Gotcha. I felt that for sure. I, I, I updated my, operating system to try and fix the bug that I had with the chiptune thing. And I, I did fix it. It caused another bug that I've found a workaround for. So I have been doing a lot of chiptune music. It's the only thing I've been productive on. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad I didn't ruin your computer as we've talked about Max uh, will do when you update their operating system, which is just such a insane thing that happens. Um, yeah. Sean, Sean and I have each been, I mean, I think like you, I mean, Sean's obviously got crack and quartet. I have my hypothetical, record that i'm supposed to be working on but we've been working on uh on different projects as well sean yeah i mean well for me like the percussion kraken's like basically we're all just kind of like on pause right now but i've essentially been just trying to figure out other stuff to work on and whatever and there's an awesome band um with some friends of mine in in uh, austin called hikes and i was supposed to start like recording their record last week and then obviously when everyone lost all utilities, that was not possible. But because of that, and then before that, you know, I've been trying to figure out new music to work on or new projects and stuff. And option paralysis, I, I, that is a, a, a term I relate to for sure. Yeah, Eric, yeah. Eric, you should check out Hikes if you haven't before. Sean mixed to their last right. record, and then you're. Yeah, I know, I know Hikes. Okay, good. Oh, okay, word. Yeah, they. Uh, their festival a couple years back. Oh, the hi- South by Hikes. That's what it was. Yeah. Word. <clears throat> Two years ago. Shit. Well, the last year doesn't even feel like it counts. <laughs> I know, right? We're coming up on, it's almost been one year since the last Holophonic show. Wow. I think we played on, on Leap Day last year. You, got, you guys were right in there down to the wire. Yep. Uh, there was a band from Chicago uh, called Voice of Addiction. Uh, really cool punk band. They were on a tour. Uh, I forget how many dates they were doing, but I think they had like a week of tour dates after our show in Denton before they got back home to Chicago. And they like that first week of March, like they finished out all their shows. They just got in under the wire and mm-hmm. then everything's shut down. Yeah. Wow. Our last Kraken's last show was January 17th and it was at Barracuda. Rest in peace, Barracuda now closed rip who knows when shows will happen again i was just talking to a friend about this and he was saying like what he heard now i haven't heard these petitions myself but he was saying like in order to reach like safety levels or herd immunity or whatever the hell 75 percent of americans need to be vaccinated and he was saying that only two-thirds of americans plan to get vaccinated I know. So it's wild. It's, oh, that's so frustrating. So, and then, you, do you know what else is wild? Is that seventy-five percent of Americans, twenty-five percent of Americans are children, and they're currently not allowed to get vaccinated. 
So, oh, and, yeah. and that's, but that's also like basically coming into the forefront of like, all right, we got to figure that out now. We got to like figure out what to do with kids, which as a public, as like a public school teacher, like on the daily, they just talked about like, you know, 15 year olds and up get sick exactly like adults. So this whole concept of like, oh, we don't need to vaccinate kids. If you are at a high school, that's garbage that they, because it's like the research is like, no, like they get sick the exact same. And then they're like, well, you don't need to vaccinate the kids and you don't need to vaccinate the teachers. But it's just like high schools are just like going to get demolished. Yeah. They're still getting demolished. And, and no matter how they get sick or don't get sick, they spread disease. Like Yes. It's like the worst group for spreading disease. Yeah, I know. It's craziness. Fucking kids, man. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Fucking kids. Yeah, I have a question. What? I think... That in this episode, Jake is guarding the lawn, kind of, against vampires. He wants vampires to get off his lawn. Am I right? Am I talking about the right episode here? I don't know what he's exactly guarding. He's, like, guarding, making sure that, like, while Finn is sleeping, nothing happens to him. Is that what he's doing? Maybe something like that. I don't know. Finn's got those sweet uh, steaks, though. Yeah. So is this what we're doing now? Yeah. Discussion. You guys run a roll, so I was just letting you A keep plus going. transition work. You're welcome. <laughs> a lot of fun. That was a really fun first third of the podcast. <laughs> <sighs> we'll, see, we'll see what edits happen in there. Okay. <laughs> Yep, it was uh there was a good episode of uh of Adventure Time. It was in the f- we're in the middle of a four-part series. Or was it? I don't seven. know. 7. 7-part series called The Stakes. 7-part or 8 parts? Something like that. I don't know. I I knew very little about this episode. I was just like uh there's no context. I don't I don't know how this fits in. I don't know the history between these characters. I was kind of clueless the whole way through, but it's fine. So it's, I think it's seven, it's seven. Gotcha. Um, Yeah, I mean, the good thing about it is, is that it really feels like it works on its own uh, as, as a standalone episode. Like, they bring in... Do you think so? Because I just expressed an exact opposite sentiment. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I was trying to make sure that we were saying the right thing. <laughs> Okay. I oh, know it's part eight. four. It's the eight. Empress Eyes. It's eight. It's uh. It's eight. It's an eight-parter. The stakes is. I liked it. I felt okay. good about it. I felt positivity here on this one. Felt really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, um, felt differently than you, Eric. I thought that what was cool about it is that it it comes. I was lost about certain things that was happening, but. Centrally, there's like a central plot that happens in this uh, in this episode, which is this new like bad person emerges, asks the Ice King for something. Like it, it, it was like all self-contained that this new villain comes in and is thwarted all within the middle of the episode. So that's the reason that it worked. But there were lots of other loose ends that I was like, I wonder what this is about. Yeah, I mean, I remember the format of this miniseries is like they kind of introduce everything. And then there are a group of villains and they take an episode for each villain. 
and then they tie it all up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is just one of the villain episodes. And I mean, I guess if you're just focused on her, the Empress eyes, it's a cool little one shot, but uh-huh. I don't, I don't remember how she fits into the grand scheme of vampires and all that. I think she's just one of the cronies. She's not like the leader or anything. The Empress. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like really it, it, it felt pretty like okay to me because like, it was like, basically it's like playing into like what we know about Ice King, which is that he's easily manipulated, especially by female characters, um, which we've seen before (laughs) with, uh, what was the other person? Patience. Is that her name? Patience. And he is so direct about that in this one. It was like the most direct. What? I have to listen to her. She's a lady. Like oh Jesus guy, there was definitely some innuendo from Ice King. Yeah, well, so um, I mean, we could talk about the the ep in in some sort of more chronological order. Is that oh, you love to do that? Yeah. Well, if you haven't watched this episode, it's like what the fuck are these guys talking about? I mean, so <laughs> I think under any circumstances, it's what the fuck are these guys talking yeah. about? Well, they basically, but basically, the Ice King is in his bed. And then this like person appears that's a vampire and hypnotizes, or so we think, Ice King. And her name's Empress. And she she looks like different vampires we've seen before, but she's also got her own like sort of like she's sort of wearing like a business suit almost. And she seems like she's like she's got some authority about her. Like she seems like a formidable uh vampire like villain character. And she hypnotism says that she wants blood because she's a vampire and she needs human blood not penguin blood as he tries to give he tries to give up a bunch of his penguins um which i mm-hmm. wanted to ask about is that when they go to get the he goes to get penguins to give her so she can suck the blood out of they're playing like poker the penguins with fish with fish and yeah. one wins do we do we presume that the one that won was gunter I don't know. I did. I was like, that seems like that's what that's probably Gunter who won. <laughs> like Gunter would be good at gambling. Yeah, I could see that. Or Galorg. Or yeah. So when yeah. she wants human blood, she's like, "Get me Finn's blood," and he's like, "You can see, already see in his eyes they're getting teary." But it's like, okay, I have to, I have to do this, <laughs> right? Um. So he goes off and then is like, "Okay, I guess we're gonna get." Uh, like Finn's blood, and this is where Sean, you were talking about. Jake is out front of a cabin where they're all at, and now they're, are they at Princess Bubblegum's like family cabin? Yeah, they're at PB's ancestral cabin. Yeah, so at this point, King of Ooh is the new princess. Oh, yes, of the Candy Kingdom. Yeah, that's uh, very true. And it's actually so. This episode has this whole miniseries has its own title sequence mm-hmm. uh, with a new theme song sung by Marceline and. Um, it's referenced that King of Ooh is the is the princess of the Candy Kingdom in the opening sequence. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I, I figured there was a lot going. There. I saw a couple interesting things in that new opening sequence. One of which being almost like a Bizarro Princess Bubblegum that was like light blue and like almost like an apparition. I was like, what is that? And then I mean, the best part is that at the end, um, they all kind of emerge and. It's like Marceline in the middle. She's kind of the main character, Finn. And then Princess Bubble comes up and she's just holding a shotgun. 
<laughs> I love that. Like that's and that's like the the image for this mini series is like her holding a shotgun, which is just incredibly badass. Yeah, just like country folk bubblegum. Yeah, like. she's in her just in a she's not in her like regal garb anymore. She's wearing like a a relaxing sweater with a fucking yeah. shotgun. Uh, yeah, which it's is pretty re- tight. Which is really fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, she I guess lives out on the countryside now, mm-hmm. shooting up intruders. Needs to protect the land. Yeah, and she's working on a device. Um, while I guess Finn and Jake are kind of taking turns watching the premises and, and taking sleeps, Jake is like really out of it, I guess probably from the previous episode and he's sitting there trying to make up a rap and he's, I'm going to be frank with you guys. He's not wrapping up to the normal level that Jake raps at. (laughs) He's, he's patting on his legs and he's like, ah, and it's, yeah. Um, and then they go out and, and he, he hears of, uh, something and he, like morphs his paws and his legs and and extra things into stretchy like stakes, like almost like a spider. Like he's got like six of these things, and then gets Princess Bubblegum's outside clock. And this is where we're getting into things where it's like, okay, this is playing into this bigger mini series that I'm not sure what the outside <laughs> clock is and what Jake is stretching into. But it's like, oh, okay, this probably connects to something before or after um yeah i don't i don't know anything about the outside i don't clock. remember anything about the outside clock either that just felt like one of those rando like oh here's this <laughs> factoid that we're just putting yeah in here. but then but that all passes pretty quickly and finn's now watching garden he hears like a little crack and he starts throwing his stakes like ah vampires <clears throat> and it's ice king way up i'd say 80 90 feet up in the air <laughs> in a tree and he's breaking branches and he looks very sinister like because he's under the spell presumably like <sighs> breaking branches breaking yeah he's like breaking branches for fun <sighs> and and then then they then <laughs> we go back to their um empress is reading ice king's like diary which she does continuously through the episode which is just really quite evil is that just like a way to show how evil she is by really like she doesn't care about Ice King, I guess. Um, I don't like that. Those are those are private. Well, they have some sort of history. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah, like it, it. It seems like Empress previously had Ice King or Simon under her control. Yes, we learn that lore near the end when Empress and Marceline are arguing with each other. Yes. Yeah, and um. So they're there, and then Marceline is there. Sees, oh shit! Like Empress is here, and she's she's watching what's happening. And then in walks Ice King, holding Finn inside of his like cape, and he's shirtless. Um, it's kind of unclear why Finn can't just like get out of there, but he it brings it down. Marceline comes out and is like, "Yo, Simon, what the hell are you doing?" Empress is like, "Marceline's here," and now we've got a whole situation on our hands. Um, and yeah, yeah. Um, and then they get away, right? And they're, they're I don't know, I, I forget what happens, but eventually we end up in a Marceline flashback where she talks about why she hates vampires, even though she is one. And we and we get a song, right? Because it's Marceline. I love this song. It's, it's, like a, it's, so... it's like a spoken word, bizarre kind of sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's cool. Memories. With, Mem- memories. Yeah, with like a, there's like a drum machine underneath it and a delay on her vocal. It feels all, it feels all crazy and... And it's like a, it's almost like like we were talking about early dub and toasting, 
over dub record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like it's kind of like that. It's like a remix of a of a storytelling, but I I I really like the song as well. I was like it's it's really cool and different and uh but basically Marceline after Simon's left her, I guess maybe Simon's under Empress's control. This I don't know. This is way back like hundreds of years and there's like a family and she saves the family that's about to get eaten by a vampire, but then the family's like, uh, what the fuck did we just see? This girl p- throwing a stake through some other guy's heart, and they run away. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, and then, but, and then we're getting to the part, which is funny. So, now, Finn and Jake, after that, Ice King hears that, but doesn't care, and gets uh, Marceline and Finn inside of ice handcuffs, and then... Um, he starts talking to Empress and Empress is like, okay, like we have, you have to kill Marceline. And he's like, I'm not going to kill Marceline. And she's like, are you back talking me or whatever? And he goes, he's, I'm real talking you. I, I she's my friend. I can't just kill her. Which yeah, is it's called real talk and which that got me. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, so is he under her spell or like what's going on here? Yeah. And, and then we learn that he was never under her spell, really. He like she tries to hypnotize him again, and it doesn't work. And she's like, "You're too dense for it." And it becomes clear that he was never under her spell. It's just that she's a woman, and he was hoping to, I guess, fuck her, <laughs> to be crass. <laughs> and it's like, because he says things like a lot, like I, uh, and 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 he's like willing to go along with this in hopes that that it gets there, but he's got a limit. <laughs> Did I read that cor- that situation correctly? I, I I guess I don't know if if, if it really has to be that vulgar. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I th- I think it was maybe just more of like a sort of a fantasy situation, something like she was the dom and he was the sub, and he just wanted to do what she told yeah, him to do. Yeah, now that was in there too. I I did want to bring that up because <laughs> earlier, right? What, what there's actually they actually kind of say that, right? Like, did she call him his sub or something like that? No, like, minion. She calls him that, but then there's another quote. In the, oh God, I wish I wrote it down. Where there's literally, I'm like, this is like, they're, they're explaining how that works in a very gentle way. Um, <laughs> but then, yeah, Ice King is like, no. And then Finn breaks out of his ice handcuffs with his I love head. the way that he does that. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Describe it. Well, I mean, he just—he well, smashes his own handcuffs like pretty easily, but instead of doing that twice, he just headbutts the other <laughs> set of handcuffs. Yeah, he headbutt his own set. I thought he headbutted his own set too. He was like, "Watch this," and I thought he did it to both. But the headbutting is the thing that drew me in as no, well. I, and I want to explain it though. So imagine this, right? Their hands are tied by ice and a huge weight is attached to these like handcuffs. So you've got like a huge, like 60 pound dumbbell that's on the ground and it's connect it's ice and it's connected to ice handcuffs, presumably. So then both Marceline and Finn are on their knees and bent over because their hands are attached to this really heavy weight. And then so to break off and through the ice, Finn just really violently smashes his own head into these handcuffs shattering them and then without any sort of uh you know pain or indication that that was hard he does it again to marceline's you know this is actually this is one of finn's 
cataloged abilities, just to brute strength through chains. You remember what well, uh, Dad's Dungeon that episode? Yeah. He was supposed to go through the whole process of finding the key to unlock the chains and everything, and he just tears it open instead. Wow, oh, man, I did not. Remember I, I that. forgot this about is, that. Yeah, yeah, this is like one of his abilities. Well, that would if I that really points to the fact that he is a true adventurer. He's a true hero. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's some like true talent right there. Um, and then how does the episode end? So then, um, Ice King gets fed up with Empress, right? And Finn takes him away and is like, "You're done here. You're not gonna see her." And then her and Marceline battle, right? She says a bunch yeah. of mean things. They battle. Marceline's trying to stake her. It's getting hairy. And then in comes our hero, Eric. Your hero, your favorite character. Yeah, PB saving the day. With science. with science. Oh, yeah. With that device we had heard tale of earlier in the episode. She's now got made some sort of gun that can freeze vampires. Is that how you yeah. would say it? In the air? And... Yeah, it just like know. keeps it just keeps the vampire there. Yeah, like the stuck in motion. And then Marceline stakes it in the heart and then sucks the soul into her mouth. So, can and I wanted to know more about that. And that might have been covered already. But what's with her sucking this soul of a vampire into herself. Okay, so this is where things get complicated for me. Uh, I think I remember if you need help with it. Right. Well, just like overall, like Marceline's like, okay, so like if Finn has an ability like on his character sheet where he can smash through chains, like Marceline's list of abilities has always been a little bit murky, right? Because she's a vampire, she's a demon, she's both. I remember like when Marceline's character was introduced, it seemed like she could do all these crazy things. Like how, how are these like what vampires do? I think, I think that the way that this is supposed to clean all that up is Marceline is a demon and all these other vampires are like, they have some other magical thing going on before they were vampires. So that's why this is like the gang of like the most Ah. powerful vampires. So Marceline's demon power is to, suck souls just like her dad and she was made a vampire by the vampire king but she defeated the other like high ranking vampires by being a demon and she doesn't get their vampire powers because she already is a vampire she gets whatever other magical power that they had okay yeah but then this is confusing to me because I guess the Empress has two powers. The power that Marceline gets is invisibility, but she had this hypnotizing thing going on also. That's interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really thought about that too much, but you're right is that she got the invisibility but not the hypnosis. Well, the hypnosis though did prove to be faulty in this episode. Well, it almost worked on Marceline. It did. Uh, that's true. And it almost worked on Ice King, but then clearly didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it didn't even show any signs of affecting him at all. Yeah, that's other true. Other than him just being an idiot. Um, I, I I suppose that gag, I guess, might have gone over a little bit better if if I had remembered like what her the Empress's hypnosis power was before the episode started. I guess it's introduced in the beginning of the miniseries somehow. I don't know, but you do see it start to affect Marceline a little bit. Like she glows pink. Or yeah. Yeah. It is. Her eyes. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, that whole that whole thing is like, you know, when we watched the episode, it like came back to me very like, 
very slowly what you're talking about about the like oh yeah that's right like Marceline is this wildly complex character that's just like full of like a whole TV show's worth of lore in like one character basically you know yeah and yeah so this this miniseries I guess it's a little bit of her origin story it just it sort of makes it a little bit clearer how she got all these crazy powers because she seems OP for just a regular vampire. But like, yeah. this, the whole first six seasons of the show. Yeah, but this is but this isn't a this isn't back in time, right? It's in present no. time. Yeah, it it's yeah. I you get like bits and pieces of her origin story that. Oh right 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 like we saw we in this one previously yeah, yeah. I yeah. But it, it it is cool. I mean, it's a cool. I mean, Marceline then ends up being incredibly powerful. She has like more powers than anyone almost, right? As she- yeah, I guess that's the whole the whole point. Yeah, is like she had how many other are there six different vampires? Yeah, she something like that. Powers? Yeah, she should be she should be un- unbeatable. Although I still contend that stretchy power is such a good power that like all of Marceline's powers, Jake gets to do so much with stretchy power. It like takes up for. A million different powers. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> Is there an episode where he grows so big that he's bigger than the Earth, and then takes one step and is like in a different continent? Am I his daughter? That that his daughter does that. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> I well, actually, I don't. Yeah. So so the the pups have like weird combinations of powers also because like they're half rainicorn, I guess. Yeah. And rainicorns can phase. So, I think it's Charlie is is the pup that does that um, that huge like trans world <laughs> like step across continents. Yeah, I think she. I think it's a combination of stretching and phasing that allows her to do that. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> really I, and this weird. is this is off topic, and it's not to downplay Marceline's powers. <laughs> I love Marceline, and I respect them. I'm just saying, like, when I saw that, and I was like, okay, if that's on the table. You can accomplish a lot with stretchy powers. Yeah. Like, anything's really possible. There is the episode where Jake's uh, literally stretched to the limit. Have you seen that one? I I think, didn't we all watch that one? Uh, Not on the show. Oh, okay. I've seen that one. Uh, Where they're, like, stretching through some, like, maze dungeon. Yeah, we haven't, haven't, actually, I haven't seen that. So you can see the double-headed war elephant thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's that thing's name again? The ancient psychic tandem... The ancient psychic tandem war elephant. Yeah, is that the full name? Yeah. Am I missing part of it? I don't know. I think that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was was their reward for completing that mission um, but that Jake had to stretch himself almost to death for. Yeah, I remember that. So it's not infinite. All right, well... It goes pretty far. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, nice. pretty, pretty far. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see the snail? Yeah, I saw the snail. Sean, did you see the snail? I got a curveball. You ready? I think I did, but I'm not sure. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so after Nick talks, I want to ask you where you saw the snail. I think I know where I saw it, but maybe. Nick, did you see the snail? No, I didn't see the snail. Okay. 
Well, Eric. Oh, damn. Eric, okay, so I want to try and paint the picture. And maybe I saw the snail, but it was, like, out of the corner of my eye at the final frame before, like, changed to a different scene. But, like, are they in Ice King's home and the Empress has just hypnotized Ice King and then she snaps her fingers and then Ice King's like, I'll do whatever you want. And then they cut and then in the top left corner, the snail is there, like, in a cage. Yep, that's that's exactly where he was. <laughs> oh wow! There you go. There's a there were some tidy whities on the floor not too far away from him. Yeah, I gotcha. saw I saw those. His shell caught me out of the corner of my eye. Nice. Yeah. All right. I, I thought work. this one was pretty visible as far as snails go. I, he was visible, but your your eye wasn't drawn as much to him. The the tidy whities were definitely a distraction to me because I remember that I remember that scene and I was looking around. And I was like, oh, I see the tidy whities And I think that, like, because a lot of times when the, when the snail is in there, there's only one sort of background. He's the only background element. You know what I mean? So it, it, uh, it distracted me. Sometimes. Sometimes there's like a real Where's Waldo vibe to it. Yeah. All right. Well, let's play that. Congratulations, Eric and Sean theme song. Yay. One second. One second. I'm sorry. Congratulations. All right. Uh, Miscellany Mania? Oh, yeah. There's things you may not know. Zarek and Nick will show you all the trivia in Miscellany Mania. All right, Eric, you got any, okay. you got any prepared? Not really. Yeah, me neither. It it it's kind of an episode that would. I mean, I don't know. Who who voices Empress? Do you have that up? Rebecca Romaine. Do we know that person? Uh, she's an actress. She's pretty famous. She was Mystique in the original X Men movies. Oh wow, Mystique. Ah, I, she was married to John Stamos. Really. Mm. Huh. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I can't picture her. Oh well. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any really good trivia on it. So. Uh. So when they did these mini series, they did air them all together in one week. I think. Oh wow! One week. That's a lot That's of adventure cool. time. I have a question. Yeah, I think it. They did like one or two episodes a night for a few nights in a row. Do we know who like? Well, I guess I love the fact that you know, obviously, it's like base for the theme song, you know. But do we know yeah. like? Do we know like if there was like anything? Is this the first time when we hear one of the altered uh, theme songs, like this mini series? 
Oh, um, no, because we have a different one for Fiona and Cake episodes. Oh, and we've already been hearing the Fiona and Cake stuff. That's right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, the this is the first of three miniseries, and they all have unique opening yeah, sequences. Yeah, so great. Yeah. These nice. miniseries are, are awesome. Yeah, it's fun that they do that in there. Um, what is the first miniseries? It's this, this one, is one Stakes. Okay. Season seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then season eight, they did Islands, which was like Finn's origin story. Mm-hmm. And then great one. season nine was The Elements. Oh, yeah. Nice. That one, yeah. Well, and I guess wild. they have, then they do a lot of like continuing ones where it's like each. A Fiona and Cake or, or Grables, which I still don't really know what that is. <laughs> oh, the Grables. Grables. Oh, they do that. Um, I guess that's just, oh. yeah. Who when, voices Grables? When we Gra- started doing this podcast, I was so worried we would get a Grables episode to do like too early because I like I wasn't mentally prepared. I feel like we almost <laughs> did and then we said we're not doing that now. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't think it's come up yet. Oh, okay. But I I think if we, if we get a, a Grables episode... I, I'd be okay with it. <laughs> We're ready now. <laughs> it's like a men- you're talking about like it's like a mentally taxing affair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean they are wild. I I couldn't have done it like four months ago, but I, I'm not seeking it out. But if it happens, I will accept. Who it. voices the Grables guy again? Emo Phillips. Oh yeah, that's right, Emo Phillips. Gosh, what a prime! He's such a he's such an oddball. Such an oddball. <laughs> I can't I, wait to know what Grables is. I do love Emo Phillips in I whenever I think of Emo Phillips, I think of UHF. Which I have you seen that movie movie? Oh man, it's been like a million years, but Yeah. yeah he, Emo Phillips does like a woodworking TV show for UHF where he cuts his thumb off. <laughs> oh geez, would you look at that? Yeah. I think his like he did like a bunch of stand up and stuff that was sort of like that. Yeah. And he was on he went on like late night TV and it was just like what the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, his uh his whole thing uh on crashing with Pete Holmes was really cool. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, but how's that go again? I forget. I um I remember him being in it, but Yeah, well cuz he's such like a bizarre random stand up. Yeah. Um like his material is just so out there, but like for some reason it like it caught on and he got like super famous in the stand-up circuit like a while ago. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I forget what the situation is, but like Pete Holmes is like about to have like an important moment or something. And Emo Phillips just shows up and, and they're like, well, he's got to go on. He said he wants to go on. He's here. Yeah, he has to do it. And he, he totally fucks up Pete Holmes's schedule because like, you can't deny Emo Phillips just going up and doing it, doing a set for however long he wants. Yeah. Um, and it was like super bizarre and everyone loved it. And then there, it just created some issue with him with scheduling or something. I forget, but it was like, you know, like in the series of, of events that are unfortunate that happened to Pete Holmes in this series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. That's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I mean, I guess back then too, like when emo Phillips was getting popular, like you didn't, 
like being a bizarre comedian, I guess that was like in the ether and you already had like Andy Kaufman out and stuff, but there wasn't like, you couldn't get that everywhere. So I'm sure like all the weirdos like us, if someone like emo Phillips came out, you all were like, Oh my God, like there he is. Sort of like with like Captain Beefheart or Frank Zappa or something probably too, where you're just like, Holy shit. Holy shit. There's, there's a new, a new weird person person just broke through. Like everyone go support. (laughs) Yeah. That's how I imagine it. Yep. Cool. Well, more emo Phillips on the next Grables episode. Uh, <laughs> let me let's see if we get it this time, Eric, and and generate one. What are we gonna watch next week? What are we gonna watch? Go! Uh, it's not a Grables episode, but we got one seventy five, season six. Episode 19, Is That You? Okay, any uh, any uh, sort of synopsis there? I don't remember. It's a Jesse Moynihan episode. Fun. Uh, looks like he was the sole storyboarder for <gasps> for it, so entirely him. Um, and it... So I, I'm, that makes me think it's it's a good and important episode, but I, I don't remember what guys, the title. well... There's something very important about this episode. Is that one of my favorite characters in the whole show is in this episode? Prismo. Prismo. That's the one you should have come. You should have just come on for that one. <laughs> Maybe I will. Who knows? Whoa! Back to backs. <laughs> oh, we haven't done any we... Prismo yet. Hi yeah. guys, it's Prismo. This is a good one. Hi guys. Hey guys. Oh, we, we just talked about this episode uh, a few a few pods ago. Oh yeah, I think this is the Finn Sword episode, right? Maybe. Sean, do you remember uh, time travel episode? Yeah, is this one of the one with like the pickles and everything? Yes, this is a great episode. Good. I'm I, I can't wait to I can't wait to watch this one again. It's gonna be yeah, so awesome. Yeah, next week will be good. Yeah, Sean, come back on. Yeah, for I'll next do week. it. This is sure. Really good one. Yay! Very good one. Yay! <laughs> we did it. Yeah, we 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 made an episode of the podcast again. <laughs> Woohoo! Hey, if you uh, if you like this, and you guys want to support the podcast, we haven't mentioned this in a couple apps, but if you go to Anchor.fm/slash/AdventureGuysPodcast, you can support us. Throw us fifty cents a month. A buck a month. That's like literally nothing. You won't even know that you're doing it. <laughs> or if you're rich, $100 a month. Yeah. Just however much money you won't notice is missing, just throw that in. Have it Have it go to these two guys. I think that's a really... Uh, it would be good. Thanks, Sean. Yeah. yeah. Jeff, Jeff Bezos, if you're listening, $1 million a month. You won't notice it. Yeah, you won't, I promise you, you won't know that money's gone. Come on, Jeff. Or Jeff's accountant. I bet you're listening. Hey, Jeff's accountant. <sighs> well, what's your cut? I tweeted, so what's your... I tweeted at Jeff Bezos telling him to buy my album. He could name his price. Do you think <laughs> did, he did, did he do it? He didn't respond. Oh, oh no. man. <laughs> Come on. That's what Twitter's for. <laughs> Twitter failing me again. Uh, all right. Anchor.fm slash Adventure Guys podcast. Um, find us on Instagram, Twitter, all those places, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Thanks for listening. Peace out, y'all. See ya.